Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. And, uh, you know, he just got back from Mexico. And we've been talking about that. He, uh, you, I guess we, we checked and you just missed the whale shark migration, which was just evidently across the bay there at Isle of uh, Mujeres. Mujeres. The Island of Women. And there is a whale shark congregation that gets there, and we, we checked, and they, evidently the uh, best, uh, or the season is uh, ends around the middle of September, starts like June 1 or something like that, from what I see on Google. Is that right, CJ? Uh, if you say so. Yeah, you didn't hear anyone talking about it? No. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, June 1st to September 15th. They weren't talking about it whale because shark it, we missed it by like, Two months. They didn't want uh, want to make you feel bad. They, Actually, hey, we missed, missed it by them. we missed it by three months. Right, you were smack dab in the middle of non whale shark right. season. That's probably <laughs> why it wasn't mentioned. But it, it is quite a thing. I've heard about it for uh, quite a few years, and uh, it's one of those things that you know it, it should be on your list, especially if you're a fan of whale sharks. And who isn't? Right? Yeah. I mean, I've uh, never seen one, so you have. I've seen whale sharks quite a bit. I, I saw them in 2020. Uh, when I was in the Maldives, we saw some whale sharks, and I got to swim around with them and had a, a nice little encounter. Uh, several, actually. Got some good video. That was my probably my biggest dive trip of 2020, because obviously there's a big, fat hole in my travel for 2020 that uh, kept me from going where I typically go every year. This is a relatively tame travel year for scuba radio yes, for sure since covid your most of your travel has been from your bedroom to your studio yeah it's been a lot of that uh but but we started off strong i mean i you know it was in january january first time i went to germany for the boot show and that was just a blast and right from the boot show we went to the maldives to go dive with explore ventures on their liveaboard boat and the Maldives and just had a phenomenal adventure. It was just, actually, it's one of the nicest liveaboard boats I've ever been on. Beautiful. Can't wait to go back. Super strong start for you. Yes. And then all of a sudden. Thanks, China. Yeah, it was a mess. And not only, you know, did uh, did it put a damper on our diving when this, uh, this thing started happening. Uh, you know, I caught it. I got COVID. You and I were both there right at the the front of this thing, kind of. June. We got it in June. Yeah. And, uh, you know, looking back, 
at the time it was uh terrifying because <laughs> you you know at that time you didn't really know like am i going to survive this is this the end of me nah. you you were thinking that nah. right? no i wasn't you were a liar you did too no, I didn't. Because no one knew what what the heck was going to happen. I, it was fine. It wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't, right? It, you know, it didn't last but a day or two, but we didn't really know, you know, what to expect when it when it hit. You know what I mean? Like when you, you know, well, let, let, let's back up. Let's explain what happened. One day I got tired. Next day I felt like a 40% of the flu. Right, but see, but see, then you called me and you said, hey, man, I'm not feeling good. And uh, I don't think it's COVID, but you think I ought to get tested. Remember that's what happened. Yeah, and and I was like, well, no, I did think it was COVID. Well, you you it was in the back of your mind, but you didn't get to, you didn't know at the time. I didn't want to wait for three hours. Well, of course, but you called me and you said, "Hey, I'm not feeling good." I'm like, "Really?" And I said, "Well, look, it's free." You know, neither one of us really thought it was COVID at the time, right? Yeah. You didn't think it was when you called me. You didn't think it was for real. I'm trying did? to remember, maybe I didn't. No, you didn't, because you, you were questioning whether or not you should, because you were planning to go see your folks the following weekend. That's right. And you called me, and you said, hey, um, I, I wasn't feeling good yesterday. I feel much better today. I feel fine. But yesterday, I felt really crappy, you know, what, you know, and I'm supposed to go see my folks. And, um, you know, what do you think I ought to do? And I'm like, well, go get tested. They're doing these free test things right now. Go, Just go line up with your car and go get it done, and it'll just give you peace of mind. You only have to wait for three hours. Well, you didn't know that at the time. You're super bored. But, uh, but sure enough, the next day, you finally got scheduled. I think it was two days later you got uh, scheduled, and you called me from the line. You go, oh, my God, this is torture. Oh, it was horrible. And you, he was, he texted me a picture of the all the cars in line. And you, how long? You waited three hours, right? Almost three hours. I got there uh, about 10 minutes before it started, two hours and 45 minutes after the start time. Right. I barely got in. Yeah, but then... Because they were shutting it down after that. After you got tested, you call me up and you say, uh, well, I got tested, I got it done, but they're telling me it's going to be uh, a week to 10 days before I'm going to yeah. get the results. I'm like, what? Awesome. Good job, guys. Yeah. And you weren't very happy about that. So that was, like, was well, that, that was a positive. Yeah. But, well, they, well, you didn't... By the time I got my positive no, result No, no, you didn't know. At that gone. point, you called me. You told me that it was going to be another 10 days right. or so before you know. And, and I was like, oh, that kind of blows. Okay, well, you're just going to have to deal with it, man. And then the next day, you're like, I don't feel good. Yeah, no, actually, that <laughs> night, I started feeling sick. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding. I start getting the chills. I'm like, I, I, I picked up CJ's thing. Now, even at that point, the next day, I felt miserable. But I didn't think it was COVID. But I called CJ later that day, and I said, man, I'm not feeling good. I, I picked up whatever you had, and I said, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get tested, too. So I got tested. I, I was able to get my test a couple days later, and I got the results like two days before you got yours, and it came back positive, and I about hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. I did not think it was COVID, uh, and I was sick for about two days. And by the time I actually got tested— uh, about three days later, I felt fine. I was like, well, this wasn't COVID. Uh, you know, he just gave me a cold. I had a cold. And we're fine. You know, whatever. But then it came back positive. I about, I, I was like, oh, no. And uh, I, I ain't going to lie. I was, I was nervous. I was like, okay, now I feel fine now. But, you know, at the time, at the beginning of this whole mess, nobody uh, knew what was going on. You're hearing all these rumors on the Internet that, oh, there's these residual effects of, of COVID. It could kill your diving career because it'll mess up your lungs and all this kind of stuff. 
And, uh, you know, you know, we reached out to Dr. Doug Ebersall. He was the only one we knew that had had it at that point, too. He got it before we did. And, you know, obviously he has a medical background. And so we got on the horn with him immediately and started talking and comparing notes. And he kind of put us at ease, you yeah. know. And, uh, and, and really, other than, I mean, I think you were sick for about a 24-hour period. I might have had two days of feeling kind of miserable and that was it for us we were very lucky so at the time i i'm not gonna lie i was i was pretty nervous when i realized oh my gosh i actually got covid i was i was like oh no what is this gonna mean because we really didn't know at the time where were there gonna be any residual effects but luckily we have found out since that the chances are pretty low that there will be not that there can't be but for you and i we're fine about two and a half weeks after that I got another test. I had to wait another week to get an inconclusive. Right. Then, about a week after that, got my first uh, negative. Yeah. So I've had two negatives since, and that was in the summer. Right. And I've been given blood ever since, and uh, that's a, a good way to kind of monitor your antibodies. And I still have the antibodies to this day uh, and hope to maintain them. So because of that, because of going through this uh, early on, CJ and myself both, you know, in theory, are may, may have a little bit line of defense. It's almost like we've taken a vaccine because we've had it and survived it and that kind of thing. And, you know, it's not 100% of anything. But once again, it goes back to that calculated risk. Now, we're not taking any unnecessary uh, risks, I, I believe. And, you know, you, you take calculated risk. But, you know, you went to Mexico. Uh, you were being careful, but you were happy to see being how they super were taking careful. it. Masking up and yeah, yeah. Like but crazy. but well, once again, you know, we're I think we're very fortunate. You know, when you at the time I was like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. But now looking back on it, I think we're extremely fortunate. We haven't had to live in fear for the last few months yeah. because we've already been through it, been there, done that, and got through it. It wasn't that big a deal for us. Not to diminish the fact that it does affect. Uh, some people, you know, very drastically, even Koji, our buddy Koji spent a few few days in the hospital and, uh, you know, messed up his breathing there for a few days. But he seems to be doing pretty good now. Right, Walt? Captain Walt? Yeah, that's affirmative. He's fine now, but he had a, he had a rough go. He was on a ventilator. He was in the hospital. Uh, for no, a he never weeks. went on a ventilator. He just had to get oxygen, is what he told us. That's right. Yeah, he didn't get uh, on a ventilator, but still they had to give him oxygen so he could, you know, recover. Uh, after a few days but all right more coming up stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to death this is the worldwide scuba radio network be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium Instead of just to it, be adventurous, be amazed, be a diver. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures 
liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. New Year's Eve still feels like the one night where anything is possible. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Let's raise a glass. Cheers to you, dear. I'm so glad is the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master cj with me as we reflect on a uh, interesting 2020 uh for the last show of the year here for scuba radio and uh we got jerry the diver guy we got camel d martini with us as well and uh we're kind of gonna you know reflect a little bit more specific about the actual dives we did a uh, little bit more limited then uh years passed for sure but i still had some pretty great ones especially at the beginning of the year i kicked it off strong with a trip to the boot show in germany which is a massive water sports event like they got boats and surfboards fishing yeah they got everything you can imagine uh that when it comes to water sport activities and of course there's a big diving section there and it was the first time i had had the opportunity to go to the boot show and uh, definitely won't be my last they actually, uh, I was planning to go back then uh, in January, uh, but they have, of course, uh, booted it back uh, a few months. So now the boot show in Germany for next year is scheduled for April. And boot means boat in German? And, and, yeah, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. I'm asking. I, it could be, it could mean boot or boat. You went to it and you didn't, we weren't curious. Well, no, I think it can be both actually. I think they uh, call them boots as well, I believe. But yeah, in 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 the boot show, it's kind of like a boat show. Yeah, I think. Wait, wait, you're gonna Google it? Ask Google. Yeah. All right, to translate, ask Siri to translate boot in German. But uh, yeah, I know it means both. But I think it, I mean, doesn't uh, boot mean boot in German too? I think it might have dual meaning. Is my point, CJ? I think you're wrong. Yeah. No, I would. Be, I I'm never wrong, even when I'm right. You're always wrong. Um, anyway, uh, it was a fun event and it was really uh, interesting to meet a lot of folks 
uh, over there from across the pond in the dive industry there. They definitely know how to throw a party. Okay, it does mean boat. It does mean boat. Yeah, and it would mean a boot, too. Also, uh, Dash, ship means ship, vessel, or boat. Okay, but how do they say boot? Like, I wear boots. Well, let me look I that think up. I, they, I think it could be both. I'm just saying. Why it, that makes if no I'm sense. wrong, it would be the first time in the history, be the first time in the last the five world. minutes. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a, a massive event. I really learned a lot about sausages and beer and how they go together uh, when you're going to a uh, diving event, like an after party kind of thing at a dive show. And uh, big fans of mermaids, as the world is. Uh, there are definitely some uh, big mermaid folks uh, over there. And they uh, they like their diving. Yeah, they're very hardy divers because, you know, obviously it's, it gets a little cold, cold over there in that neck of the woods. Oh, you're right. Yeah, see? Boot. Uh, so it's bootin. Yeah. In your face, loser. Admit it. You're not worthy of my presence and genius. You have nothing to say for yourself? I'm still reading. Would you like me to put my boot up your butt? No, that'd be okay. Good. <laughs> it would have been a boat, by the way, just for, boot. for clear. All right. Anyway, uh, the thing is, is uh, uh, the Which, di- not, not, to, not to muddy that further, but in uh, in Great Britain, they call a boot like your your trunk or luggage space. Ah, okay. Hmm. Like the boot of your car would be the trunk. Yes. Understood. I think. Okay. All right. Well, this is the world's first radio show devoted to international language. There you go. It's just what we do. Uh, but, but you know, it was really nice to hang with those folks uh, at, the, at the boot show because, you know, diving does bring the world together. And you have that common bond. And when you do have an activity like that, uh, it does transcend cultures in a really cool way. And it's fun to see how they look at it compared to how we look at it. And um, it, it's kind of the same. They do it for the same reasons, because they love the ocean. They love the adventure, the travel of it, and that kind of thing. I mean, everybody has different kind of views of, of people like they think we're a bunch of hillbillies and hicks and cowboys and stuff like that. There's this kind of no preconceived offense, type of thing. <laughs> That's right. They think we're all like Jerry the Diver Guy. Uh, Captain Wall Demartini, what, what you've traveled the world. Is that what you've experienced too? Or what do you think? Yes, but I didn't do the, uh, that show. I've never done that show, but I understand it's the world's largest boat show that is not on water. And it, don't they have is. a lot? And don't they have a lot of different venues there that you yeah. go through? There, there's like, uh, eight or nine major convention halls. Right. So it's like, uh, taking the Dima show. Uh, and multiplying it by nine. And each hall would have like a different sector, you know, like outdoor clothes or, you know, one section or a couple of the, you know, uh, convention halls would have these massive halls of boats. And yeah, it's all indoors. It's usually in January. So it's very cold in Germany. And that's what the bonus of uh, 2021 is going to be is is, is going to be uh, in April. They've bumped it back and found a, a week in April. And this thing is long too. It's generally like seven to 10 days long. It's one of the longest running uh, boat shows as far as uh, how, how much time it covers too. So it's, it's a huge square footage. Uh, it takes forever to get through the whole thing. 
because of so many halls and stuff. But it's impressive. How many sausages can you consume in seven days? Oh, quite a few. Quite a few. They go in the same way they go out, too. It's really remarkable. Disgusting. They're effective in how they operate in Germany. I feel sorry for Mrs. Greg when you get I, back. I didn't realize uh, how sausages and beer go together so well. But oh, boy, yeah. They, get, they got it down to a science there in Germany. No question about it. It is impressive. And they, they make a... You know, I remember one of the after party things we went to, which, you know, they have what they do. They have the exhibit show floor open and then say it goes till like, you know, six o'clock. Right. Typical dive show would go five, you know, 10 to five, 10 to six. Right. So the dive show ends and usually, you know, uh, all the other dive shows, you go move to a different venue to the hotel, go to the hotel bar, hang out, you know, have meetings. Uh, not not so much there in Germany. What they do is that once the show ends, they, they shut it down to the attendees, and then the exhibitors have a big party. No. Or even the, they allow the attendees to just hang out, and they, they'll have a live band, there'll be a DJ, and they'll break out the food, and uh, you know they'll have, they'll have their sausages, they'll have their dark beers, their German beers, and they'll have this thing called, uh, I forget what it was called, but... Pretzel. I, I said it looks like a it looks like a meatloaf with cheese in it. I said, "What is that?" You know, he said some German word for it, and I said, "What what does that mean?" He goes, uh, "Meat with cheese in it." Okay. So, but it was tasty. It was grilled like grilled spam and cheddar cheese all mixed together in a gooey mess. Yum. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's with me Hola. in the studio. We got Jerry the Diver Guy and Cat Moldy Martini connected via the web. And, uh, you know, the thing is, uh, we're, we're kind of celebrating the year despite the fact that kind of suck balls and reflecting on 2020. We're highlighting the good parts. Yes, there were some. Uh, especially at the beginning of the year, like I said, I, I you know spent some really quality time with our uh, diving friends from across the pond there in Germany. At I the wanted to ask show. you about that. Did you wear later hosen at any point? Duh. So are you going to bring those? Got, with you you got to fit in. Are you going to bring them with you in April? Uh, if I, when I go back to Germany for the boot show, yeah, uh, I think you always. Uh, I want to see that. I want pictures for scubaradio.com of you and Lederhosen. Well, I mean, you don't reuse them. They're, they're kind of like yeah, a one-and-done. Yeah, do. they're done. clothing. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're Trust not disposable. Me. No, they stretch, and you know, you don't, you don't want to reuse your Lederhosen. New. No. That's like shorts and, and like a, uh, an overalls, right? It's not like hose, like hosiery. 
Oh, then I, I think I, you were wearing something different. I, I, were you I, wearing like pantyhose? I might have misunderstood something then. Something, something got lost in translation. Oh, <laughs> no wonder anyway. they thought you were a weirdo. What? No. Welcome to Sprockets. <laughs> Want to touch my monkey? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There could have been a little of that. You know, touch the, him, love him. The beer is quite potent. Yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. To get you there quicker. Yeah. No doubt about Double. it. All right. Anyway, so that was one uh, highlight for sure. Uh, now, now I'm thinking it might have been more of a traumatic experience when you did. Uh, you drink Bailey's out of a shoe? No. 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 That's more of a Dutch. Thing. It was a boot. Right. Bailey's out of a boot. Yes. Exactly. I got to you know got to do as the locals do. All right. We'll talk about the diving we did. As well, that's coming up next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. It's New Year's Day here on the border And it's always been this way I never do the things I order I think I'll stay, it's New Year's Day This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving Last show of 2020, we're reflecting on some of the diving highlights There were a few Despite they were, despite the fact that there were fewer of them than the year before, but hey, we made the best of a difficult situation for sure. Still got wet somehow. That's right. You know, uh, you know. Worst case, uh, if you go crazy, just jump in the shower with all your dive gear and get it all wet and gooey. And gooey? No, not gooey. Well, I mean, you know, just wet. yeah, just jump in the water uh, just to feel that you've done something and accomplished a dive, right? Uh, I didn't have to resort to that extreme level of uh, desire to go do our favorite pastime. But I did have some pretty good highlights, especially at the beginning. You know, I went to Germany, did the boot show, and then went straight from there to the Maldives with Explorer Ventures. Jerry Beatty was on that trip with me, and we had a blast. And the Maldives delivered. It was just an amazing week, nice it was a nice change, too, because I'd spent a few days in Germany. I think we did five days in Germany, and it was like, you know, in the 30s each day. It, was, it wasn't it was terrible, but it was pretty cold. That's cold. Yeah, definitely not diveable for me. But uh, it, it could have been way worse. I mean, it wasn't a bunch of snow, or we didn't have any trouble getting around town and that kind of stuff and seeing the sights. So we had a good time, but we went straight from there to the Maldives, which was like going straight to the tropics. Now, Maldives are where exactly on planet Earth? Uh, well, Indian Ocean, uh, Indian south Ocean. of uh, okay. India, I guess. Yeah, Sri Lanka uh, and stuff. But it, but the diving there is really impressive. It is very, very good. It, it's it's kind of on the expensive side overall in the area. But, uh, but you know, you go there on a liveaboard trip. It's it's really nice, and it's not too hard to fly into Mali, the capital of the Maldives, uh, and get into there. And then you literally, from the airport, you take your luggage over to the water's edge, and they pick you up in a boat to take you to the liveaboard out in the bay. It's a very unique 
uh, setup for sure. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the diving, once again, just great. It's nice, warm. Uh, you might need a wetsuit every now and then, like a three mil, depending on the time of year, or if you're doing a night dive or something like that. But overall, the water temp wasn't bad at all. Did you do any night dives? No. Not this no, time? No. I Actually, you know, now that I think about it, I don't know if we had that option to do many on that trip, now that I think about it. Because we were doing a, you know, a, a different itinerary than the one I had done before. What uh, what creatures in the Maldives are unique or different from what we're used to seeing over uh, in the Atlantic? Well, my first time in the Maldives, I had just been to the Galapagos a couple months before, which is like the Mount Everest of diving opposite, you know, underwater. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really, it's like the pinnacle of what you could compare diving and critters to. Uh, on everything it just sets a whole new bar i mean we had orcas we had whale sharks we had hammerheads we had everything you could imagine wow in the galapagos so i was kind of like all right well uh we're gonna go to the maldives it it has a great reputation surely it won't live up to the to the galapagos but what it did uh was i saw a lot of the same marine life you know uh, but just like different sites. So in the Galapagos, what would happen is you'd go down and it'd be like sensory, sensory overload. You see everything from whale sharks, hammerheads, uh, you know, uh, uh, iguanas, penguins. It's crazy stuff. I mean, it was just like you go underwater and like, what? Right? And then in uh, Maldives, after doing the Galapagos a couple months later, I would go to each dive site. And on this dive site, we'd have manta rays on this dive site we would have whale sharks on this dive site we'd have sharks on this uh dive site we'd have you know different critters it was more segmented out but we saw a lot of the same stuff but the bonus was that the water temp was way way warmer because it was freezing cold in the galapagos and that's why the you know the critters go there i think is they like that temperate water brings them in brings in all the nutrient and everything to that part of the world and it's just and it's it's very much protected too to a certain extent so they have just a, an abundance of marine life there but in the maldives you had, you saw a lot of the same animals but the di- it was like each dive site specialized in this particular thing we I remember one dive site we had a huge huge bait ball with massive uh grouper or you know i, I don't know if the potato cod or whatever they call them there in that part of the world but they're like giant groupers Right. Cool. And, uh, and and just stuff, you know, all over. So there's tons of stuff to see. And like I said, it was very more, um, it was much better for a Florida warm water wuss like myself. Cause you could, you could definitely feel like you're on a, a vacation type of resort type thing. And, and, you know, that's the thing. The Maldives are, are made up of a bunch of atolls all around this, this area, kind of like the Bahamas in a sense, with 700 islands, I mean, they probably got just as many, if not more, in the Maldives, maybe more populated. Uh, well, they're no, not really populated, I guess, but but small little atolls all scattered around in a big circle. Do they have chick tourneys there? Uh, I don't know if they uh, – we never went to any of those little private islands because the, the island resorts in the Maldives are extremely expensive. I mean, lifestyles are the rich and famous. And you were on stuff. a liveaboard, so yeah. you didn't need to. So, you know, you got everything taken care of for you. It's all kind of all-inclusive package 
type of deal. Explorer Ventures really knows how to do it right, but uh, that's definitely you know doing an, a liveaboard is is uh, the way to do the Maldives, especially if yeah, budget you know is a concern. Greg, yes, Jerry, the diver guy. I, 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 I have actually priced out several trips to the Maldives, and none of them has been under twenty five grand. Well, you haven't so, called Explorer Ventures then, because it definitely. Well, that that's much. what I was getting ready to say. If you want to do the Maldives, the, the best way and only way to, for for money wise is Explorer Ventures or any kind of liveaboard, right? Yep. By far, yep. Now there's no question because, like I said, uh, you know the they have these little atolls scattered throughout the Maldives, and what they'll do, they'll build these massive uh, resorts. You know, kind of like the thing you did in Mexico, CJ. Like you know, secrets? Yeah, like an all-inclusive type of thing. There'll be maybe bungalows secrets. out on the water. There might be, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, the you know those thatch roof type outdoor, just very picturesque tropical resorts. You know, but they're like you know started a thousand dollars a night. You know, it's it's crazy expensive. And uh, it's definitely not, uh, you know, like I said, if if budgeting is an issue, uh, that may not be a great option for you. You know, and like I said, the, with with the liveaboard option, you get to get go all around and hit the best spots when, you, you know, you're not locked down to a land-based thing. But, uh, yeah, they know where to drop you for sure. Right. But, you know, if you want to go off and you know, get a massage on the beach at one of these fancy resorts and stuff like that. I mean, we had the option to go off and uh, visit a couple of these little places. So you do have that option to to mix that into your your Maldives adventure, but it just can get pretty pricey pretty quickly. So, you know, uh, taking that into account. So your top dive of 2020 was Maldives, for sure. Yeah, because after that, the COVID kicked in. And uh, shut us down pretty much as far as doing any exotic traveling after that. I mean, I had some big plans. I was planning to go back to the Galapagos in 2020. Wow. So that was uh, has been pushed off the calendar. For I, want, I want to talk about the boot show again. No. We're we not need to go. Too nope. much. No. Nope. Yeah, but we need to go. Well, we, that will be in April. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we can go. We'll go get some sausages let's, and let's, beer. Let's do this, Greg. All right. It, well, once again, we gotta we gotta see how the new year progresses. I mean, it's it's they're gonna they've scheduled it right on the edge of when they think the world will be clear again. So we'll just you know, unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait and see how how you know January and February go. You know what I mean? Uh, that that's the unfortunate thing. It's very difficult still to to kind of plan something you know a little bit more challenging for us uh, U.S. travelers. To a thing like that, but but you know Germany should be fine by then. It'll be good. I think they'll be uh, they'll be set. So you know, and it's pretty easy to get there too. We have a lot of options. So, well, that is on the list already. Ready? It, it, it's penciled in. Uh, Captain Walt, what say you? Don't they have the? Uh, isn't London shut down now, or the UK shut down because no, of a new know. possible new strain or something? Yeah, who knows what they're saying. You can't believe yeah. the news. You just got to. Can you? No. I, I no. didn't think so. Yeah, we, that's what I'm saying. It's really too early Chicken to make little. Uh, solid plans. You got to look at places that are open. Yeah, we might have to branch out, you know, take a little bit more modest approach initially. You know, hit the Bahamas, you know, and places like that and, and kind of work out from there. More coming up. Stay close. Scuba Radio. 
Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master is all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out and the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy. And this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market. From an iPhone to a full set of dive gear, whatever you need to shield from the elements, Nanook Professional Protective Cases has the size, shape, and color for you. Go to Nanook.com. That's N-A-N-U-K.com for Nanook Professional Protective Cases. The evolution of protection. Hey, baby, what's going down? Later, nerd. Are you lacking with the ladies? Nope. Enhance your scuba superpowers with a new scuba radio hat. Wow, nice hat. Just picked it up at scubaradio.com. Buy two scuba radio hats and get free shipping. Need a dive, buddy, sexy? Always, and I got a scuba radio hat for you, too. (sighs) New scuba radio hats are now available at scubaradio.com. So cool. Order yours today or stay a loser. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Happy New Year to you. Happy, 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 This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. You know, it's going to be a happy new year because anything's going to be better than 2020. Let's you be, got that right. Uh, we got a, a really good baseline to work from. I mean, how much worse could it, it There's no way it could be any worse than 2020. No. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at the bright side right now and uh, thinking that the new year is going to be awesome. And I, I think I'm, you're right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, Bubble Boy's not here, but I, I even think he... We'll be looking forward to a, a better year in the coming year. So, Amen. God bless us all. Yeah. Now, we have been reflecting on some of our highlights from 2020 dive-wise, and I talked about the Maldives. Uh, the, the next one actually was really our first dive attempt after going through the whole COVID thing. And uh, our first opportunity ended up being right around the beginning of Florida lobster season. Yeah. So we put it together. 
got a private group together at the Gomez Hilton and uh, had quite an event. Just had an awesome time. Caught ton of lobster. I think we did. We limited out on the radio for sure. And uh, just had a great time as always as we would at the Gomez Hilton. But being that it had been so long since we'd got the crew together to do some diving, it was uh, extra special for sure. And CJ and myself were down there, and we even brought Jerry, the diver guy, for the first time to come down and snag the Florida lobster. So, you know, uh, the lobster slayer, who was myself and Bug Boy, uh, put our fins around Jerry, the diver guy, and it, I think it rubbed off. Maybe he might. I just, didn't rub on him. I, th- I think it, he might. Maybe just, you did. It <laughs> caught. He just caught it and uh, became the crustacean. The lobster fever you're talking about, not COVID. Right. That's what he caught. Yes, but uh, he it was the crustacean crusher is what he became. That's what he calls himself. Yeah. He, he definitely got lobster fever. It, it, what, yeah. what it is is I kept hearing Queen playing my in my head. I am the champion. You did, huh? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, how does fat bottom girls help him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you know, point. I can't help it. Yeah. But, if you drink uh, lots of beer, you might get a fat bottom or a fat belly or something. Okay. I don't know where he's, he's going way with off. this. I don't, yeah, never mind. But, you know, the, the voice is in his head. He was hearing them, evidently, and uh, attributing them to, to the band Queen. So I guess that's an improvement. <laughs> Fine as if he hears them, as long as he doesn't act on them. Oh, he was acting on them. He got, he caught the lobster fever. CJ and myself ac- actually witnessed firsthand. Jerry loses mind. Yeah, uh, somebody experiencing experiencing lobster fever. And what this is, once again, to bring everybody up to speed, is that you know when you go after Florida spiny lobster. Or any underwater hunting, for that matter. This could apply to spearfishing, uh, you know, catching spiny lobster off the coast of California or in the Bahamas or Caribbean or wherever. But what happen- What tends to happen with people when they do this for the first time is that there's an instant rush when you realize, like, hey, I can do this. And, oh, my gosh, look at these lobsters. Oh, I got to look at all these lobsters. I can grab them. And, and it just takes you over and you just get tunnel vision on them. And uh, you just go nuts. And it's a thing that we've talked about many years here on Scuba Radio of, of people getting lobster fever because it has a tendency to be the first domino that falls uh, before an accident. And uh, I had never witnessed it firsthand uh, before other than, you know, feeling amped up myself. But, you know, you kind of catch yourself like, okay, slow down, stop. Because what happens is when you get lobster fever, you go nuts. You, you uh, rush in at them. They scare away. Uh, you know, you, you blew it. You blew it. Or then you make uh, bad decisions or, and things like that. So I think the first time I ever went lobster diving with you, I got felt, a little bug. I I, I think I got beginner's luck. I caught three, and I was happy with that. Right. But you never but did uh, like, freak out or anything. No. Well, I, if I would have seen a giant honey hole, I may have. Well, and like I said, but it, mine it were is like common. scattered about a little bit. Right. So you kind of eased into it a little bit more. Yeah, but it's still it, awesome. But uh, CJ and I, we're, we're going down, and, and we have a three-man team. CJ, well, I should say the lobster, lobster slayer myself, bug boy, who was CJ, and the crustacean crusher, which, well, at the time, he was just Jerry the Diver guy. Right. But uh, but we had a three-man team, 
And I you know what, what it, and as soon as we went started to go down, I said, Okay, look, we're gonna go down. CJ's gonna carry the bag. And the uh, flag. I'm gonna carry a looper. And uh Jerry's gonna carry oh wait, no, Jerry carried the bag. Right. And you carried the yeah. flag. Right. And I had a looper and Jerry had a looper. And uh we're somebody gonna work- lost her looper. We won't say who it was. Yeah. Well lost my looper. <laughs> Might have been me. Looper loser. I tossed it up on the deck. Getting and I even it. turned around right. and said, uh, the, the looper fell off. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, Nobody listens let's to not me. deflect from Jerry. He's the one. He was the one who caught the fever. Because what happened after about, as soon as we went down, uh, about five minutes, we're swimming around and we, uh, uh, we, we see some lobster. I see some under a, a coral head and I look around. I'm like, CJ, look, there we go. Okay. And then I look around. Where's, where's Jerry? And I'm like, we need the bag. Yeah. And, and Jerry is, is out of sight. We can't find him. And I'm like, where's he going? And, we have, and I catch the lobster and I look around. I still can't find him. I'm like, what are we going to do? And so we had to come up and, and sure enough, Jerry had found lobsters under another coral head. I was on the honey hole. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we had to look around and find him, found him. His eyes were as big as saucers. He had the fever. I said, we got to go up. He goes, oh, hell no. I'm catching lobster. Well, sucked all his air dry. Yeah, he did. But he became the crustacean crusher. Who brought dinner home, though? Ah, quiet. And that's how we'll end 2020. On a low light or high light, depending on your perspective. High light. Till next year, remember, it's always better. Where, gang? Down where it's winter. Safe diving, everyone. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.